Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. I'm in Las Vegas at Apex 2023. It is so good to be back here at this show. This is a show where manufacturers from all over the world come to talk about automotive and heavy-duty parts. We're going to be interviewing some of the exhibitors, and we're going to be showing you the sites at Apex 2023. So I hope you enjoy not only the interviews, but also getting to see what this show is all about. We're here at Apex 23 in Las Vegas, and I'm excited to give you an update with our guest today on how things are going with Right to Repair. It is a ongoing challenge for heavy duty, especially it impacts us in very specific ways. And I'm looking forward to talking to Ann Wilson, who is the Senior Vice President of Government Affairs at MEMA and is a returning guest on the Heavy Duty Parts Report, but this time we get to do it in person. Ann, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Nice to see you. It's person. great. It is. And, and at Apex, too. This right. is great. To be surrounded by all of these people who care about mm-hmm. the industry. It's great. Absolutely. Yeah. And this great sign. Well, and speaking of this great sign, that's what we're here to talk about today, isn't it? Right to repair. You uh, gave us some really great information in our previous conversation, but that was almost a year ago, maybe even a little more than that. And we'll include links in the show notes uh, so that you can go back and listen to that conversation. But today I'd like an update from you, if at all possible. What's happening with right to repair? What do we need to know in heavy duty? Yeah, we're really at a crossroads. We have a piece of legislation introduced to the United States Congress and the United States House, H.R. 906, and it actually provides the right to repair, so data access to consumers or their designees for repair and maintenance of vehicles. And the important part is it includes light vehicles, so our consumer, you know, individual consumer vehicles, but it also includes heavy vehicles. And we have had a lot of luck in the house. We had a really good hearing on it a couple weeks ago, and there was a lot of good you know, interchange between the members of the committee and witnesses. And we think we're going to have what they call a markup okay. on Thursday, which is where they consider the bill and take amendments. So we have a lot of hurdles that we have to go through before it reaches the floor of the House of Representatives. But for your listeners and for your viewers, we need to really consider what this means for the heavy vehicle industry. Unfortunately, we have been getting a lot of pushback, a lot of opposition to including heavy trucks in any repair access bill. And okay, it's, so where is that pushback coming from? It's coming from, believe it or not, the light vehicle um, really manufacturers, which is sort of like they're kind of out of their lane of traffic, I would say. Yeah. It is coming from the truck dealers, okay. which are part of NADA, which is the right. Automobile Dealers Association. We have a lot of support from it, from independent truck dealers, from NATSO, the truck stop operators. So there's a lot of support, but we need your viewers who are in the United States to write their senators 
and tell them it is important to include, to one, introduce a piece of legislation on repair access, and secondly, include heavy trucks. Okay. And I would also encourage them to download, if they haven't seen it, this QR code. This gives you access to the newest information and the newest grassroots messages, what we need right now. Because let's face it, we're going to get a lot of opposition to this bill. And it's very organized opposition. But we've got to make sure that everybody understands, you know, if you got it, it came on a truck. And we need all those trucks operable for the U.S. economy. We need it for the trucking industry. And one way to make sure that happens is to pass repair access that includes heavy vehicles. Well, and that's just it. It, it, You know, if the OEMs were completely vertically integrated and they were the only ones to serve the trucking industry, our whole economy and all of the movement of goods would grind to a halt. They would never be able to handle all of that. The, The aftermarket side, the independent side is critical to the success of the trucking industry. Industry, providing us with what we need, as to your point, if, if you like it, it came on a truck. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we've got members as suppliers and manufacturers who do updates for trucking fleets all the time. Yeah. And if they can't have that continued access, you say you have to go through a dealership or you have to go back to the vehicle manufacturer to get those updates, you know, any time that you're at the truck's out of service, that is delaying freight. That's right. We've seen that at the Texas-Mexico border. We see this all the time in weather. We do not need to make that situation worse by not providing repair access. And all you need to do is think back to when the supply chain collapsed during COVID to see the implications on our economy, on uh, our our day-to-day lives. Like, this is a significant uh, challenge. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back. This episode of the Heavy Duty Parts Report is brought to you by Find It Parts, your ultimate destination for heavy duty truck and trailer parts. Discover a vast range of parts at finditparts.com. Don't spend hours a day looking for parts. Instead, visit finditparts.com and get them right away. Parts availability and quality have a big influence on fleets and owner operators' total cost of operation. If they can't find a part, it means more downtime. If they install a low quality part and it fails, it means even more costs like tow bills, hotels, meals for the driver, and lost revenue. That's why we recommend Sampa. They manufacture a wide range of advanced parts for commercial vehicles. Their website has an intelligent product search engine and broad coverage of suspension, steering, and fifth wheel components. Expect more. Expect Sampa. Visit Sampa.com today. Now, how important is it for each person listening, if you're from the U.S. and you work in the industry, how important is it for each one of them to take the step of submitting their information and and getting their voice heard? Years ago, decades ago, uh, I was on a whole different issue meeting with a very powerful member of the House of Representatives. And we provided that member with a list of our members in the trade association in his congressional district. And we had a good meeting. We talked about the issue. We left. And apparently right after that, he looked at his staff and said, how come I did not know this? How come I did not know how many members of this industry were in my district? Because they're his constituents. They're his voters. So you need to think of yourself as part of the industry, but think of yourself as part of a congressional district, part of a state. You're those voters. You need to help educate your elected representatives on what's important, and then you need to push them diplomatically, but push them to 
support having repair access and having heavy trucks in there. Well, and the other part of it, in my opinion, too, is that when you think about this organized opposition to right to repair, they're putting forward very well um, articulated arguments as to why very it well should funded. go away. And it's very well funded. But that doesn't give them the whole picture. No. And so when we add our voice, then we're giving added context to the entire picture and we're helping our elected officials actually represent us and make the best possible decision for us. Yeah. So it's I mean, critical. They only hear from dealers, they're going to assume that that's the only side of the story. So they need to hear from both sides and they need to hear from you. We can help you with this. The QR code can help you with this. But, let, you know, get the job done. They want to hear from you. It'll be a respectful conversation, a respectful interchange. And, you know, you are really instrumental in helping us get this legislation over the finish line and passed. So, and uh, last time we talked, we were also talking about the John Deere MOU. We also think that legislation is necessary. So if when we look at what John Deere did, the owners of Deere tractors have had a lot, hard time for a long time in getting their, their tractors repaired. They have had to bring the tractors back to the um, stores, back to the dealerships. And as we can all imagine, that is very difficult. This is part and parcel of this whole repair access issue overall. I think this is an opportunity to have these conversations and to see if there's a way to bridge this and to say, look, it is in all of our best interest. Um, you know, there's only so many service bays you have. So don't you want, you know, a satisfied second or third owner of those vehicles so that you make sure they're on the road? Can you give us an update on the impact it had one way or the other? Well, it's interesting because some of the members of Congress, particularly a couple of members in the Senate, who were very, very worried about their farmers have really kind of backed off the issue. So we're going to have to go back to them, and we have been trying to talk to them about it's not just the tractor that might be in the field, it's also the trucks that are in the driveway in their back, you know, in their backyard, et cetera, in their barn. So we need to go back and do that overall. We haven't heard a lot of, you know, response to how it's working for the agriculture community, but it hasn't helped us at all. Okay. You know, the same issues apply. We need to make sure that we have enforcement. We need to make sure that um, it works for everything. And we need to also make sure that it works in the future. Because one of the things about technology as we're seeing it is yes. it's not static. It's not just what's on vehicles right now. We need to make this for five years from now and 10 years from now and create a system that does that. The John Deere MOU just does not do the trick. So can you give us a little bit of, um, of an overview of just how MEMA is operating? We've talked about your role as government affairs, but just for those who maybe aren't familiar, just give us a little overview because you're working on these particular issues, but how does MEMA support independent and aftermarket as a whole? Yeah, we have um, re reorganized this year, just like many of our members have. And we have two divisions now. We have MEMA OE, MEMA Original Equipment, and MEMA Aftermarket. The heavy vehicle suppliers are represented in both. So we have Colin Shaw, who is um, working in both our Original Equipment's division and our Aftermarket division. We're you know, we are able to use the resources we have and the contacts we have, whether it's with the White House, whether it's with Capitol Hill, whether it's with the states, and able to use them for all of our membership. Because one of the things we keep trying to remind people, our suppliers are the largest employer of manufacturing jobs in the United States. And that includes all of our suppliers, not just our OE suppliers, but our aftermarket suppliers. Fantastic. If people would like to learn more, they should go 
to MEMA.org? Absolutely. MEMA, the Vehicle Supplier Association. My name is Jamie Irvin. I'm the host of the Heavy Duty Parts Report. Today, we've been talking with Ann Wilson. i got to get this exactly right. Senior Vice President of Government Affairs at MEMA. If you'd like to learn more about their organization, go to MEMA.org. And also, get your voice heard. Use this QR code. Submit your thoughts on the right to repair issues. And thank you so much. Thanks nice for to having see you me, in person yeah. and great to be here with you. Absolutely. Thanks, everyone. It was great to speak to exhibitors and people who are genuinely interested in protecting things like right to repair and making sure that our industry remains strong. Looking forward to sharing all of the conversations with you. Tune in to heavydutypartsreport.com to follow the show for free, or you can go on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast, and you'll be able to see all of the great conversations we've had here at Apex 23. Can't wait to be back next year. HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the Independent Parts and Service Channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride and let the heart of the Independent Service Channel take care of your commercial equipment.